Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Simply Financial with Kevin Ray, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area based right in Pinconning. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for taking the time to join us this week. Kevin is a financial coach at Insight Folios. We're online at insightfolios.com. Kevin brings his three decades of experience in the financial planning world to the show each week. And Kevin, it is great to be with you, my friend. What's going on in your world? I'm just enjoying the springtime coming around, Walter. Nice. My, my trees are budding. You know, the grass is turning green. Ooh. And warmer temperatures are ahead, and it's looking better and better, and the fish are starting to run around here. So I'm I happy. love it. Yeah, yeah, you just listed off lots of good things. I uh, The pool is open, Kevin. It's not swimmable yet, but uh, we're still in that transition from green to blue at the moment. But uh the danger of falling in is back on the table. Now. I was going to say, have you fallen in yet? <laughs> Not yet, although yeah. I did come a little close when I was cleaning it in flip-flops the other day. That's probably not a good combination to be wearing flip-flops around the pool deck. Uh, well, the the thing is, is if you fall in now, it'll make much less of a splash than it did last year, let's say. That's very true, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, in fact, I hadn't even thought about that. What will my... What will my cannonball look like this year? <laughs> you're going to disappoint maybe some people, but yeah. you're, you're going to be happy. Uh, although maybe I can make up for the uh, the less weight with better lift and and then more trajectory, more velocity into the pool. Perhaps get that your, will keep it similar in terms of uh, splash. You're going to rely on calculus to get that right. figured right out, right? That's right. I don't, bl- I don't blame you. Once, uh, once it gets warm enough and uh, the pool is blue, not green, I'll give it a shot and we'll see what, uh, see what we're working with. <laughs> Uh, great to be with you again here, Kevin, and we've got a good show on the way today. We're going to talk, since it's kind of springtime here, we're going to talk a little bit about tennis on the show today and Ooh. what we can learn about financial planning from tennis. I'm sure we've got some tennis players that listen to the show. Um, how about you, Kevin? You ever pick up the game? I never did. I played it when I was okay. a kid, but now I hear, you know, I'm talking to lots of people and pickleball seems to be taking over. True. We could probably just adapt. I know they're different games, but have some similarities. So we could probably adapt some of these from pickleball yeah. over to tennis and that sort of thing. I take, I take that back. Does we tennis play count? Cause I play that, you know, five or six times a year. So. Oh, we like the, the game, the, yeah, the game gay. system. Oh, yeah. 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 I forgot yeah. about the Wii. I forgot people yeah. still play the. We just played it a few weeks ago. It was a lot of fun. Hey, Wii Tennis is fantastic. I love Wii yeah. Tennis. Uh, yeah. Wii Tennis uh, Ping Pong, or uh, Wii Ping Pong is, is fantastic, too. I haven't tried that one. You don't have to get it It's, up. you know, similar concept, just a little bit more like, you know, because just like real ping pong, a little bit more rapid pace, but just as fun as the tennis version. <laughs> so you'd, you'd like it. You'd get a kick out of it. So we'll talk about that on the show today. We're also going to go over some pain points in financial planning and how we can address some of those items. We'll try to answer a question or two from our listeners and much more all on the way today. Before we dive into everything, let me give you the phone number to call if you want to reach Kevin Ray and talk about your financial plan at any point in time during our show today. You can 
call this number as well as after the show, 888-885-PLAN. That's the number. Write it down. Memorize it because uh, you'll be inspired most likely to call at some point here in the next little bit as we cover so many important things today. Again, 888-885-PLAN is the number. You can go online to insightfolios.com. Let's start things out, though, with a fun fact of the week because we're both just in good spirits here, Kevin. Uh, when Czechoslovakia split you know, into the Czech Republic and the country of Slovakia, they also split their national anthem. And you might ask, well, how in the world does one how'd they do that? Yeah. do that? Each country got one verse of the original <laughs> national anthem. How about that? Well, that's a, I never heard of that before. That's a fun fact that we'll all learn from in Trivia Night this week. That's for sure. Yes. I, I'm not going to open up the can of worms, but if the, uh, you know, if the Civil War had panned out differently and we were two separate that, countries here in the U.S., would we, would we have done the same? Would we have split the national anthem in two? Now, that is very funny because that was going through the back of my head, but I didn't want to open you didn't up want the to, can you of didn't worms. Want, you didn't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, I, All right. No, no. But I wonder how, you know, um, there's a great book by Andy Andrews called The Traveler's Gift, and he dives into that a little bit, and that's very, very interesting fact had you know we split and done all those other types of things thank god we didn't but um he goes into that a little bit we'd be totally different uh country uh, our totally different world definitely yeah absolutely i think it would be very interesting to um you know i don't know if i'd want to live in that world I, uh, of course i'm just saying it would be very interesting to see how the course of history would have changed um I feel like it would have just continued to have uh, consternation and uh, many conflicts from there. So, Oh, sure. Yeah, yep. I, I don't think that would have been the end of the story by any means. Uh, well, anyway, I, we turned a fun fact of the week into something much heavier and depressing, so let's move on from it there. Again. At least we didn't go on food. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, where's the food not question? Not, let's not, yeah, let's yeah. get the food question in here somewhere. I'm, I'm sure we'll work it in at some point. <laughs> All right, let's move on to tennis or pickleball, I suppose. I think these lessons will, uh, will translate very easily from either game all right so in tennis the court is different in singles than it is in doubles you know if you're playing doubles it's that's why it's got all those lines on the court right you use a wider court the rules don't really change otherwise but just sort of like the space that you have to work with is a lot different in doubles versus singles is it the same in pickleball do you know if they the court is different I for doubles I do not know. When I was fishing with Dan in the game, they all talked pickleball, so it's big okay, in the area. Gotcha. But I do not know. <laughs> uh, so what's the financial equivalent? Then we'll just focus on the tennis part for now right. of that space changing on the court. And you said you said something different in singles than in doubles. That old country western song came to life. You probably don't remember this. I do. It was called... She's acting single, and I'm drinking double by Gary Stewart. Fun fact of the week right there. There you right? go. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. But, I like um, that. So when we're talking about doubles. Now, again, I don't know too much about tennis. I played it when I was a kid. I haven't played it in years. But typically we're talking, you know, we, like you said, the court's bigger. It's wider. You have two to plan for. Same thing in financial planning. We can apply that. Those, you know, notions alone. Now we're planning for two. Most rules are going to be the same for two, like you're going to have your taxable accounts are going to be treated the same. Still going to have RMDs, which are required minimum distributions. You're going to have the income needs. Basically, you're going to have the same fears. But when one of those signals drop out, that's when things change. And so we're looking at, you know, you're going to pay more in taxes. Most people that, you know, when they lose a spouse, we're going to pay more in taxes. So that court is going to change as far as your tax rates go. Long-term care issues are going to change. 
when your income is going to change because certainly you're going to lose social security of one spouse maybe a pension maybe other things so in other words your court is going to change over time it, it happens for everybody there's nothing we can do about it it's just part of life but you should be prepared by planning None of us are getting out of this alive, Walter. I don't know if you knew that or not. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, but, I'm, I'm aware, familiar. But, you know, so sooner or later, yeah. we're all going to, you know, um, hopefully meet our maker and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and go that route. But there is changes that are going to happen throughout our lifetime. And doing this, plus, like you say, this three plus decades that I've been doing this, part of the change is, you know, when we lose a spouse and then our court is going to change. So how do you how do you you know get in front of that? How do you plan for that? And I just I just give you the secret is you sit down, and you anticipate that. Now we do that in our income planning. You know we'll say what age do you think you're going to live to, and then we'll run scenarios. And if you lose your spouse, here's the income that we need to make up. Those types of things. So the the rules change and the court's going to change. Going into retirement, it happens for everybody. Nobody gets out of this. I like that. Great uh, great comparison there, Kevin. Even for someone who's not been much of a tennis player in their life, that was well done. Uh, some quick Googling, by the way. I believe the court in pickleball is the same. I don't think it changes singles to doubles. I could be, again, wrong on that, but Google makes it look like it's the same court that you operate in. So there you go. So this is a tennis-specific comparison here. I'll have to ask Dan because he, he's, he's crazy about this stuff. D- Double-check it. Double-check it yes, with me. Yeah. All right, so there's another reality when it comes to playing tennis. So Connie actually is enrolling. She played in college and uh, was a very good high school player as well. She wanted to get back into it this year. So this summer she's going to be playing in a local league. And she, you know, you're matched up against people in your skill set. Uh, when you go to play tennis. And I guess this would apply to any sport, so this certainly can apply to pickleball. It's just a fact of life that certain players play better on one surface than others. And you can look at, since you know, you're know you not the biggest tennis fan in the world, uh, Roger Federer was a, a great example of this. Uh, Pete Sampras, uh, Steffi Graf, they all played really well on grass courts, and so they won Wimbledon all the time. In fact, they each won it seven times during their careers. Yeah. And then you've certainly heard the name Rafael Nadal, right? Nadal, yep, the yep. famous player right now, and Bjorn yep. Borg. Yep. They were among the best ever on clay. So whenever you see those clay courts, you can pretty much bet Nadal's always going to be making it to the finals. And then uh, on other services, like the hard court and that kind of thing, Andre Agassi was really good. Jimmy Connors, uh, they played much better on those hard courts than they did on clay and grass and some of those other things. So what's the financial lesson out of that one, where you are excel on one court, one style, but not on others? Well, I'm surprised you didn't bring up, uh, what's the fellow that always had this outrageous moments? He's on TV commercials now. Oh, yeah, the um, uh, John McEnroe. Yeah. John McEnroe, yeah. yeah. That's the, you know, and I know Jimmy Connors, too, because, I mean, I watched him when I was a little bit when, we're, when they were all famous. Sure. But financial advisors, if you're going to compare how they play on different courts, these these, you know, different players... Their financial advisors, you know, they're a lot alike. Some excel in different areas. Some advisors might specialize more in retirement income planning. That's what I do here. Yeah, if you come to my office, and that's what I specialize in. That's what I love doing. That's what I, I love serving people. I love helping and getting into and through retirement. But if you come in my office and you're a younger family and you have younger kids and you're focused on maybe college planning and those types of things, I can help you. But that's not what I specialize in. So others, you know, other advisors in our area might be better at, at something like that. So when you're going to an advisor and you're going for one particular reason, whether you're, you're just starting out as a family, you're, you're getting ready to retire, you have retired, 
you want to make sure that you're going to stick to an advisor that specializes in that. And that's why I said our office, we specialize in income, income planning. That's what we love to do. We'll put together a plan that you can understand. And more importantly, you feel confident. You know, if you're 20 years old, your needs are going to be a lot different than, say, a 60-year-old because that 20-year-old now has got 40 years to get ready for retirement. That 60-year-old is on the doorstep of retirement if he isn't already retired. We're not like, you know, other professions. If you have a heart problem, Walter, are you going to go to a foot doctor? Probably not. Mm -mm. Same thing here. So make sure. Unless my foot is stuck in my chest somehow, (laughs) then then maybe. Well, if you fall in the pool, it might be, right? Yeah. 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 Knowing me, that's a possibility. Sure. Make sure your advisor is specializing in what you are trying to accomplish because we're all different. Just like doctors are different, just like dentists are different. And there's no difference here. We're all different. We specialize in different things and make sure that that person you're talking to is, you know, well versed in what you're trying to do and help you get to into retirement in our case. Yeah. If you're a, a gambler out there and you've got another Federer versus Nadal final and it's taking place on grass, you might lean Federer. And if it's on clay, you're going to be on a team Nadal most likely yeah. in those well, cases. Vegas is going to give you better odds one way or the other. That's right. There you go. Yeah. All right. Something else that's a uh, important concept in tennis. Again, I don't know if we try to connect this to pickleball. I don't know the pickleball strategy and how close it is to, but I imagine serving is an important part of the game in pickleball too. But again, we'll just focus on the tennis side here. Holding a serve is really important. Like in tennis, you want to make sure that you win the games when you're serving because it puts you in control. You know, these guys, you see them, Kevin, they're, they're serving, you know, the ball at ballistic speeds. Yes. Very difficult to hit back or to return those hits. So you kind of get to dictate where you want that game to, to go. I mean, you get to decide, do you want to go to their forehand, their backhand, you get that first hit of the game uh, of each point. And when your opponent breaks your serve, that means they win a game while you're serving. It really kind of puts you back on your heels. It gives them the advantage to maybe win the set and ultimately could mean that they win the match whenever you break a serve. It's a big deal to break that serve. And so that's why holding serve is important. What about the holding serve concept in financial planning or uh, retirement? Well, we can think of it in the same way, you know, when we're holding serve. So in other words, you're in control, but are there things that are out of your control that, you know, you can't control? Walter, can you control the stock market? No, uh, zero control. No, you can't. Can, can you control inflation? It's raging right now. Do you have any input on that? Zero. You're just along for the ride, yep, right? Exactly. But if we look at the stock market, can you control how much risk you're taking? At least to some measure, sure. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, everything has a risk measurement, so we can go down that road. You can control how much money you're saving each month to outpace inflation, or you can build into your plan inflation so that your income increases. In fact, you have to do that. We build it into our income plans until age 95 because prices are going to go up. You can control what investments are going to meet your needs also. So if you need, let's say you need, you know, $1,000 a month of income, you could, it's your choice, what investments are going to meet that need and produce that income so you don't run out of money. And the big one here is you're in control. So meaning, you know, we talk about this every week. If you're sitting on the sidelines and you're going to hope things work out, you're probably going to be surprised. You're in control. Don't procrastinate. Take action. Go forward. Figure these things out before you go into retirement rather than after you retire because there may be a lot of disappointments coming your way. All those fears that you've been thinking about 
going into retirement may become reality because you didn't take a couple hours to sit down and look at this and plan and see where your income is going to come from. See if you have the potential to run out of money. See how much risk you need to take. All those things we talk about week in and week out are things that you can control. And the first step always starts with you. You're in control of your own destiny. You're in control of your own finances. You're in control of your retirement. You're in control. But if you relinquish that control, that's where things go bad, go awry. So take control. That's my one big point here, Walter. Get involved in your own planning and understand it and get educated. One thing you can control is reaching out to Kevin Ray and having a conversation about your financial plan and getting a review of your financial situation. You can get a complimentary look at your retirement plan and some analysis from Kevin and the team at Inside Folios. All you have to do is give a call to 888 888- 885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. He's based in Pinconning, can meet with you in person, or if via Zoom is more convenient for you, that's always an option. Uh, Again, just give a call and let Kevin and the team know that you want to come in for that complimentary review of your plan. 888-885-7526 is the number. That's 888-885-PLAN. Or again, you can go online to insightfolios.com. Come on in. You'll have a great conversation. Kevin will give you some suggestions for places to maybe grab a bite to eat in the area or some uh, if you need some fishing or hunting uh, guidance as well. He can point you in the right directions there. Uh, but all it starts with a phone call and have that conversation and make sure you're addressing these really important things in your plan. 888-885-PLAN is that number to dial. More coming up on today's show. Stay tuned. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Planning for retirement shouldn't make your head spin. If it does, it might be time for a different strategy. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Marching on on Simply Financial. Great to be with you. Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray, financial coach at Insight Folios, based out of Pinconning. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. Click on the Listen button to ask questions, listen to past episodes, and much more, all at insightfolios.com. We're going to talk about some pain points in the financial planning world, but first, since we're going to be talking about pain, let's talk about crime for a little uh, little sidetrack here. Kevin, our crime of the week. You ready for this one? Sure. All right. Did you know that it's a federal crime to drive an off-road vehicle on public land and not yield to a horse-drawn carriage? Well, I, it, you know, Walter, in our area, that may apply because we have a lot of Amish people here. But okay. I did not, yeah. I did not know that. But I'm assuming that law was written late 1800s, early 1900s. But that's an old one. Yeah. Well, what's an off-road vehicle though back then, right? Right. Exactly. I mean, yeah. do you, did you have a? I don't know what it could be, but that's obviously a law that's been around for mm-hmm. a long, long time. So what if what if I'm in a Toyota Camry and I'm on public land and I don't yield to a horse-drawn carriage? That's not technically an off-road vehicle, right? So would Who I be knows? in the clear there? Well, when, we, when we're driving down the road and we see the Amish, that doesn't work. So I'm assuming you're in the clear. I don't know, yeah. but I'm assuming, yeah. It's just as, if you're in what would be considered an off-road vehicle, that seems to be the sticking point. So yeah. if you're off-road, but in a traditional vehicle, you might be safe to just you know blow right by, not have to worry yeah, about it. The old Model Ts, <laughs> I don't know if they're what they were considered. Yeah, what would that con- yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> this is funny. from the early days of Jeep or something like that. I don't know. We'll have, to, we'll have to look that up. Yes, exactly. Or go cut off a horse-drawn carriage in an off-road vehicle and see if you get arrested. <laughs> and then we'll we'll really know yeah, at that point. I, 
I think I'll I think I'll bypass that. <laughs> yeah, that of all the things you could get uh, federally prosecuted for, that would not be a fun one too. And that's uh, a federal crime. A yes. Federal crime. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so anyway, this these next items are not crimes, Kevin, but I do want to talk about when it comes to financial planning, how everybody's got some sort of pain point. You know, for you and me, it'd be going to jail. We don't want to do that. Uh, but pain points are different for every person. Uh, everybody has something that maybe bothers them. And we've got a couple of specific examples in the financial planning realm. And I want you to tell us about some times, maybe, Kevin, where you've helped somebody deal with each of these kinds of pain points. You ready to roll? Sure. All right. Uh, first one would be extreme worry about running out of money before dying. That, for a lot of people, is their ultimate concern, isn't it? That is the number one fear when people come into my office and I'll say, you know, what do you, what do you want to accomplish today? And they'll want to say, I want to know if I can re- retire because I'm afraid of running out of money. And so how do you get over that? You know, we talk about this every, you know, every week. The key is to understanding how when people come to my office and we talk about running out of money and that's their number one fear, we're going to dive into the planning aspect, obviously, but we're going to dive in further into how your investments are going to produce the income through up markets, through down markets, through side markets. And when we go through that exercise in our office, I can show, for example, well, if you take an annuity, you know, here's how this works. Or if we take a stock, here's how this works. We take some mutual fund, here's how this works. We're going to go through all those scenarios and we're going to see which one fits your scenario better. And then we're going to go into further detail when people come in, they're afraid about running out of money how that income is produced in good markets, bad markets, and down markets. We can also do some projections on other things, but that's the number one thing that people come into our office that they're worried about. Once I get them through what we call the educational part, I'm going to show what their shortfall is. So in other words, if they need $5,000 per month and they have 4,000 coming in, but they need $1,000 from their investments, that's your shortfall, you're short. And that over time, over 30 or 40 years, could add up to you need to produce a million dollars of income. And that's what people are afraid of. So what investments will fill that shortfall, typically without having to sell anything? So I don't want to sell shares. I don't want to sell principal. I want to use interest. I want to use dividends. I want to use something along those lines to fill that gap. And once we get through that education part of our planning, it seems to settle most fears when people come in because they understand it for the first time. So understanding how you're going to produce that income is the number one thing that we do in our office to help people eliminate that fear about running out of money for the day. I hope that answered the question. That's a big one, and it, it certainly does, Kevin. All right, so another pain point would be angst about taxes. How often is that the kind of the top pain point of somebody coming to meet with you? Now, that's not too often because we all have to deal with taxes. We've been working with it for our entire working you know, career, but we do see it from time to time. And our plan, you know, when we sit down, we're going to show your current tax bracket, or if you're going to retire, we're going to show that tax bracket, and we can show you know, gross versus net, those types of things. But in our plan, we have something that I think is different than most other plans that you'll see, and we call it your principal tax concern. And what that principal tax concern is, is we're going to look at all the money that you've accumulated and we're going to separate it into two categories, IRA, 401ks, you know, what we call qualified money or non-qualified money. Now your IRAs, your 401ks, unless it's sitting in a Roth, is going to be 100% taxed when it comes out. So if you have 100 grand sitting in a 401k and you withdraw all 100 grand and it's just in a traditional 401k, you're going to pay tax on all of that. That's what we're talking about, the principal tax concern. How much money 
have you saved for retirement? How much of that is 100% taxed? Now, if you come into our office early, there's some strategies that we can work about to maybe lessen some of those taxes going into retirement and help you out while you're in retirement. But sometimes, you know, people come in after the retirement, we can still do some planning. It's never too late to do planning. So when we're talking about taxes, there are some key opportunities that we uncover in our plan, in our simplicity planning process that we can go over and maybe implement. And once we get that far, then we're going to sit down with typically their accountant and we're going to go into further detail with their accountant, get their accountant's opinion to make sure that we're headed in the direction because maybe there's some things I don't see in the back end of what they're doing on taxes. But that is very easily planned for and that's just by sitting down and looking at those things we just discussed and then going into a little bit more planning and coming up with some solutions to solve that great points across the board so far covering five different pain points that you will often see people come in with angst about taxes maybe not as common as running out of money before dying but another pain point nonetheless what about a paralyzing fear of ending up in a nursing home is that nursing home care issue a uh, big one for people to worry about it works in two different ways walter so when you first you know somebody comes in and they first retire they're typically 60 years old or somewhere in that neighborhood. So it's not so much of a fear. But as we get older, guess what creeps in? That fear of nursing home. Because now we've seen somebody that you know had to go to the nursing home. We've seen how devastated their portfolio and their way of living. And so it becomes a bigger fear as we get older. Or if you have an immediate family member that is going through that situation, that triggers a lot of you know anxiety and you know a lot of phone calls and coming in and start planning for that. So the nursing home is, I would say, number two when people come in that they're worried about. But as I said, as you get older, it becomes a bigger fear. So it's easy to plan for it, and people don't don't realize that. How do you plan for it? Well, number one, in my in my opinion, you should be looking at what's called long-term care insurance. What does that do? It pays for such an event. Let me give you an example, Walter. When I said long-term care insurance, what did you picture? Um, long-term care insurance. I pictured, yeah. uh, well, I pictured nursing homes, I suppose, in my mind, but then I also right. pictured expensive. Right. So that's exactly, you just hit it right on. That's exactly what everybody thinks. But if you buy that policy, does, Walter, do you know anybody that wants to go to a nursing home? Uh, zero people. Zero people, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the goal for everybody. But did you know that those policies will pay for at-home health care or assisted living? Okay. No, so, I, I t- typically say, listen, let's keep you out of the nursing home if all possible. Let's have the help come to you because nobody wants to go there. And here's the key. In order to buy that insurance, you have to be eligible health-wise. So if you had a stroke and you want to buy that insurance, you're, you're not going to get it. You have to be healthy. So are you healthier early on? or later on. Typically, it's earlier on. So people that are thinking about this should be thinking about purchasing this earlier in life than later in life because there's a huge premium difference. So if you buy it at 60 versus 70, it's probably going to be double the premium at 70 that it is 60. And then your health may prevent you from getting at 70 where you, you know, you may have some health issues where at 60, you don't have any health issues. So if that's a concern that needs to be addressed because that can, that can devastate your, your, all your planning you did up to this point and that can devastate your spouse and your family members and all those types of things. And it's easy to plan for. Yes, there is an expense. People insure their houses. They insure their boats, their cars, their iPhones, but they don't ensure their nest egg. And I think that's a number one mistake. People go into retirement and they don't put enough consideration into. 
All right, Kevin, another good one here. By the way, if you've got questions for Kevin, easy to get in touch. You can call 888-885-PLAN to reach him. That's 888-885-PLAN. If we happen to hit on a pain point that uh, maybe drives you a little bit crazy and you want to problem solve for that a little bit, 888-885-PLAN is your number to call to set up a time to visit. Uh, Number four pain points here, general uneasiness about retiring and walking away from that paycheck. So it's not so much the fear of running out of money before you die and, and that side of it, but there's just sort of this like security in having that paycheck that walking away from it is really difficult to overcome. Well, that's in the top five also. So the paycheck, let's think about this just for a moment. Ask him a math question here. Walter, but okay. it's, it's going to be an easy one. Zero. So, <laughs> did I get it right? Did I even yeah, guess? Yeah, did I get it right yeah, on the front end? Yeah. Well, just round it off. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> so say you, you get a job at 20 years old and you retire at 60. That's 40 years. Okay. So if you get a paycheck every week for 52 years, roughly, you don't have to give me an exact number, how many paychecks have you received? Oh, goodness gracious. So 50, 52? You said weekly or monthly paycheck? No, weekly. Weekly? Times 40 yeah. years? Times 40 years. Okay, so over 2,000. Over 2,000. Yeah. Very good. You, well, you made it sound like it was going to be like 100 minus 10 kind of question. No, no, you, no. you went multiplication there. Yeah. So Luckily, we've I got the calculator ready to go. <laughs> well, you always have it on hand. Yeah, I do. You know, you know me well. <laughs> so we have over 2,000 paychecks. So that's created a habit. We've gotten these paychecks for all these years. And you're getting close to retirement, and now all of a sudden the paychecks stop. That's what you know. You know, some people will really uh, worry about. So, what do you do to replace that paycheck? Well, some of you are going to have a pension that's going to help replace it. Everybody's going to have Social Security that's going to help replace it. But what for that shortfall? We keep talking about this shortfall, the money that you need up and above your pensions and your Social Security, so you can live the retirement you want. Well, that's where the planning comes in. That's where you know how do we take your assets. Now, I want you to think of this differently. So the money you've accumulated in your 401ks, your IRAs, and bank accounts, and all those types of things, when you stop working, those are your employees. We need to put them to work to produce a paycheck 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks uh, a year with no vacations, because that's going to be replacing your paycheck. That's going to be filling that shortfall that we keep talking about. So I understand when people come in and they say, I'm, I'm a little nervous, my paycheck stops. But again, we go through the planning process. We show what you saved, how we're going to make up that shortfall, how it's going to be turned into income. And once we go through that the education process, that generally makes people feel a lot a lot better. And then they feel better and they're going to put in their, their notice to retirement. So that's how we deal with that here. Great points, Kevin. All right, one more pain point. Let's slide this one in. Anxiety about an impending market crash, something that people have uh, been living with that pain point, that fear for maybe uh, quite a while now. Well, Wall Street's done a really good job. And, you know, Have you read any financial news here in the last week or so, Walter? Yeah, just a smidge. Just a smidge, right? Yeah. It's always about the crash is coming. Sure. This guy says this, this, this gal says this. And then on the other side, this guy says, no, we're going to do good, and this gal says that. But the market crash is always front and foremost so they've done a really good job at scaring the you know putting a fear in us about this impending market crash so how do we deal about that well again if we're talking about investment planning how much risk do you need to take and we boil that down in our simplicity program so it's going to give us a very specific number and i call it your retirement number once we figure that number out it's going to say this is how much risk you need to take the bottom line we need to do this you can take more if you want but you can't take less so let's figure that out first 
And if, you know, for, let's say you're 80% in stocks and 20% in, in bonds, for example, but maybe you could be 40% stocks and 60% in bonds in this particular example. All we're going to do is figure that out. And then from that point forward, we're going to say, all right, based on this model, based on how much risk you need to take, how are we going to pick investments to fill that shortfall? How are we going to make sure that through the up markets, the down markets, and the sideways markets, that the income isn't impeded? The income still comes every month, month in and month out. And that's the biggest part, is figuring out how you're going to do that. When people come into my office, we bring up that simplicity plan, it stares right in the face, because I'm showing the shortfall. I'm showing all the income that needs to be produced over there over their lifespan and I'm saying this is staring you right in the face whether you whether I help you somebody else helps you or you do it yourself this has to be fixed before you go into retirement and once you figure that out once we figure out because the market's going to crash many times once we figure out how that income is going to be produced with all of these market fluctuations for the next 20 30 years that tends also to, to calm people down and get them over that anxiety because they know in certain conditions and you know all conditions that income is still going to be coming in and it relieves a lot of that anxiety well there you have it some of the major pain points in retirement planning for us not you all of us fall into some of these pain points we all have things that bother us that knock us off track that distract us that occupy our mind space a little bit and that's why it's so important to get good counseling and good planning when it comes to your finances and that's why financial coach kevin ray is here at inside folios serving you all throughout the tri-city area but primarily based in pinconning where it's where the central office is you can meet in person or via zoom if you prefer the remote style the number to call to set up that time to visit and it starts with just an easy simple conversation just to see if Kevin might be able to help you out, see where you stand, talk about where you want to go, all those kinds of things. You can call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526 to get in touch. That's 888-885-PLAN. Or you can go to insightfolios.com. And if you get the voicemail, just leave a quick message. Kevin and the team will follow up with you to secure that time to visit. 888-885-PLAN. It's complimentary to come out and have a visit. 888-885-PLAN. Still more to come on today's show. Stay with us. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. It's getting to know you time. Time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. Kevin, it's not a food question today, if you can believe it. Not a food question. All right. Can we turn it into a food question? Uh, well, I'll, I'll leave that up to you. Let's see, let's see what you can do. Who had the biggest impact on your career choice? Oh, so one day I was eating lunch and talking to <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your mentor's favorite food? Is that what this yeah, is turning yeah, into? Yeah, yeah, yeah so. so on my career choice? Yeah, being, on your, on your being, career being choice. In the financial, okay, mm-hmm. so that, that's an easy one. His name was Mark Bokash. We were friends, and we were in bowling leagues together. You know, We played poker. We did lots of stuff together. And I knew that um, he worked not for a company. He, you know, he worked out of an office, and I mean, I knew he worked for a company. I didn't know what he did, but I knew he had, you know, his he was control of his his time, and he had freedom to do whatever he wanted. And one day I asked him, I said, "What do you do?" And he said, "Well, I work for a company called Lutheran Brotherhood." Now we're going way back, thirty two, thirty three years. And he started telling me how he did this. And I said, well, geez, you know what? I've been investing in mutual funds since I've been 16 years old, 14 years old. Actually, it's been kind of a hobby of mine. I've been doing that, but he talked about all the other planning. I said, you know, I really think I would like to do that. So it led to the next step, which was actually sitting down with 
his boss, which was called a GA at the time, and we did meet over breakfast, um, and we ate some breakfast, and he started going down how, you know, the steps to proceed getting in here, you know, all the education, all those other types of things, and I took it to heart. I thought, I love his lifestyle. I loved him being in charge of what he's doing, the freedom to do what he wanted, so I adopted that, and so it's it's easy. I tell Mark all the time, he changed my life, and um, he's still friends, and he lives out in Arizona, and we still talk, and that's that's who it was. How about you being the radio personality you are? Yeah, I would say probably uh, Lockwood Phillips uh, was, which, you know, the first name of Lockwood is just awesome, like wins the name award of all time. Yes. Um, lo- love that name. And he was very influential in my uh, career choice. So he was the boss of the local radio station, the owner of the local radio station and local newspaper. And he, that's my first job was at the radio station. And my first job was board opping, uh, you know, running running the mixer board, pressing the buttons, going to commercial breaks, taking calls, that kind of thing for his afternoon talk show. And so I got to learn right underneath of, of Lockwood and got to learn a lot about the back end of the business in addition to hosting and the technical side of things. And then he also got me plugged in at the uh, newspaper where I could get a, additional experience and money, not only in writing and covering events, but also I worked in the circulation department, stacking newspapers and working on the assembly line, putting in the, the advertisements and inserts into the papers and that kind of thing. So it's got a wealth of experience and uh, so he had a big impact on my on my career choice eventually. So he was the one that told me uh, it doesn't matter what you uh, when you go to college, it doesn't matter what you get grade wise. Just graduate, just get the degree. <laughs> Focus more on your experiences and like uh, you know on jobs, like get jobs, get 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 opportunities to do broadcasts and work opportunities. That'll be way more valuable in this line of work than you know than your grades. I was like, well, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> So. I'm skipping. I'm skipping today. I, I, That's right. You know, That's right. I read Matthew McConaughey's book, and there was something similar. You know, he figured out he don't need good grades, and he talked to the his professors and basically did the same thing. So that yeah, yep. looks sounds like you and I had really good mentors to get us going down our life path. Fantastic. Well, there you go. Getting to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. Fun stuff, and uh, more to come. We'll try to answer one of your questions to wrap up the show when we come back here on Simply Financial. Let's see what people are saying about those other financial guys out there. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Ooh, looks like you'd better stick with us. Before we wrap up for the week, want to get Kevin a listener question here as we open up the mailbag and get one from Melody. By the way, you can submit questions by going to insightfolios.com. Melody says, Kevin, part of me wants to retire, really wants to retire, but I've gotten pretty used to having a paycheck for the past 40 years. Hmm, Sounds a lot like what we were talking about earlier in the show. Exactly. And can't imagine not having one, even though I have savings. How do people ever get comfortable with the idea of not having money coming into their checking account every month? Well, Melanie, we just talked about that uh, earlier on here, but you're hitting it right on the head. You work 40 years, you got 2,000 plus paychecks, and now you don't have any paychecks coming in. What we typically do, we figure out the shortfall like we had talked about earlier, and we're going to take the investments, the savings that you talked about, and we're going to turn that in income. We're going to show you how to turn that income to replace 
the paycheck that you just lost. So it doesn't mean that when you retire, your paycheck stops. It just means that they're going to be different employees or employers that are going to be funding that paycheck. And your savings are now your employees and you are the employer. You need to put them to work 24 hours a day and they need to be producing income for you to replace and fix that shortfall that we talk about all the time. And that's easy to do, Melody. You just come in, we start the planning process, we're going to figure out how much shortfall you have. And then number two, we're going to show you what investments are going to fill that need. So that does replace your paycheck and ease your concerns. Great question, Melody. Thank you for sending that one in to us. And if you have any questions of your own, want to talk about getting a complimentary financial review with Kevin and the team, all you have to do is give a call to 888 888- 885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Make sure you're on the right track to not only get to retirement, but all the way through it as well and address some of the key things that we've talked about on today's episode, plus so much more. 888-885-PLAN. Let Kevin know that you'd like to come in for that complimentary review or meet remotely. Either way is fine. 888-885-PLAN is the number. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin, thanks for all your help today. Really enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll talk again next week. Stay dry, Walter. All right, we'll do. I'll stay out of the stay out of falling. Stay, stay, stay out of the pool away. unintentionally. Yes, uh, make go. it intentional if we're trying to get in there. Exactly. exactly. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a cannonball report later on in a couple of weeks when it's warm enough. Slim down, Walter. Cannonball, we'll call it. There you go. All right. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.